And I'm more understand. of a MySpace guy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 283 of the Ruby Rogues podcast. This week on our panel, we have Jason Sweat. Hello. Jerome Hardaway. How's everyone doing today? I'm Charles Maxwood from devchat.tv. And uh, this week, we're going to be answering the question that I get asked a lot, actually, and that is, is Ruby still worth doing? Is it dying or dead? Um, I get asked that actually somewhat frequently. You're still doing Ruby? Like, you, you know, you're, you're still programming in Fortran? And uh, yeah, so, so I'm curious, because I know uh, both of you uh, both teach and program in Ruby. So I'm wondering what your take is on that and what you've heard from the community as you've interacted with people. Yeah, so I personally don't pay too much attention to that kind of stuff. It seems like kind of hacker news every once in a while. There's like some guy writes this post that's like, I'm done with this technology, whatever it is, whether it's Ruby or, or some other thing. And it's this big, long, whiny post. And it's just like, shut up. Nobody cares. Um, so I don't pay attention to that stuff too much. Um, and I also think it's it's wrong. Like, um, there are tons and tons of businesses out there running mission-critical applications on Ruby and Rails, and there's that stuff is not going away for a long time. And so the question as to, like, is Rails still relevant and stuff like that, like, in my mind, it's it's obvious that it is. How about you, Jerome? Roger that. Um, I liken the buzz about Ruby dying to how like new kids are when they come to school. Like I'm dealing with that with my son, which he's a new kid at his school, and now he's like the most exciting thing there. And it's to the point where we've had three calls um, with. Uh, other parents know that, hey, your daughters can't be calling our house at like 1130 at night. And um, one girl stole my wife's phone uh, number off of the parent-teacher conference roster so because she, she didn't have my kid's number to try to get to talk to now. Uh, that's how I liken the idea of this huge buzz about, oh, JavaScript's the future, uh, Rails, Ruby and Rails in general in Oregon dying. Uh, they said that same thing about PHP. They said the same thing about Java. They said the same thing about Fortran. I've met Fortran developers. Uh, I've met Fortran developers, uh, I think, four months ago, actually. My first uh, developer conference that I went to, there were Fortran devs there. I've seen, like, in our teaching, like, Ruby is, isn't going anywhere um, anytime soon. We actually had a very unique experience in which we were focusing on uh, making a switch from Ruby on Rails to uh, education to mean stack. But what we were seeing with our data that was coming back to, coming back to us was because everybody was running to mean stack. They were leaving all of these Ruby on Rails opportunities open to the point where uh, the hiring managers were actually looking for uh, less um, less experienced people because everybody was trying to get in these, you know, suddenly this is the cool language, the group thought um, ideology I'm running towards me. So uh, we've had, we're still at 100%. We still have great success when it comes to Rails. So in my opinion, like Rails is going nowhere. 
ever. Um, if you the same people that are saying Rails is dying or Ruby is dying are you know putting their code on GitHub, which uses Ruby and still Ruby on Rails, taking uh, photos from 500 pixels, which is a stock for free stock photo site that is using uh, Ruby on Rails. They're you know getting lodging at Airbnb, which is built with Ruby. They're you know playing games on Twitch, which is built with Ruby. They're using Basecamp for their workflow. Uh, opportunities, and that's built on Ruby. There's sports guys, one on Bleacher Report, which is another Ruby uh, company, Bloomberg, Ruby. So all this talk about Ruby's, Ruby dying or Ruby being dead is like, yeah, you're saying that, and at the same time, you know, half of the things that you've uh, used were either initially built on Ruby uh, or are still on Ruby. I think what happened was when Twitter moved away from Ruby for a more, um, a little more stability when it comes to Java. That's when the whole uh, Ruby is dead conversation started happening, and people don't understand. A lot of that's usually a uh, production uh, decision with the hiring manager, with the de- develop director of development of switching that stack. Same thing happened to LinkedIn, where it was initially a Ruby on Rails app, and then it transitioned into Java. Uh, sometimes when you get so big, you may, you know, depending on what other functionality or tools you need to bring in the table, you may have to switch stacks or just, or sometimes it's just in a whim of whatever that person who's a new director of development or who's in charge of the stack chooses. More, nine times out of ten, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn could have kept Rails and continue to use Ruby, but somebody just made that decision. We've seen companies scale at amazing rates with Ruby. So when you know other companies are saying it's impossible, we're also seeing that possible. So it comes down to just opinion and not a lot of people are doing the research because everybody wants to be in a cool kid uh, room. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but I chose Ruby because of the fact it's not changing every 15 minutes. It's a beautiful, simplistic language that when you add the frameworks from Rails or Sinatra or even Rack, uh, it you can get a lot done. Really, well, and I think that's kind of interesting, Jerome, to talk about like where did people come to Ruby from? Like, I personally came to Rails from PHP and frameworks like Symphony and Code Igniter, and then I started at one point playing with Lisp on the side, and I was so used to PHP at that point that like. I didn't really notice its its faults. But then when I started doing stuff with Lisp, I'm like, wow, Lisp is really cool. By comparison, PHP sucks. And so I started looking into it. And at, the, at that time, um, this was maybe like 2009, people weren't really building web applications with Lisp so much like they are now with Clojure and all that stuff. Um, so I looked into like what languages are inspired by Lisp. And I understand Ruby was inspired by Lisp to an extent. And that led me to look into Ruby and Ruby on Rails. And the reason I bring that up is because like, I came to Ruby from PHP. Other people came to Ruby from Java. And that's because like Java, in the minds of those people, was worse. And like PHP is worse than Ruby. Um, and Ruby and Rails had all these things that are better and so it was compelling to switch 
So when somebody talks about like switching to Node or whatever, I'm like, okay, I'm potentially open to the idea, but like, why? What is so much better about this other framework over Ruby on Rails that I should leave Ruby on Rails behind? Um, and like, so far, I haven't really seen anything that's like so much better than Ruby on Rails than Ruby on Rails was compared to anything I was doing with PHP. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. I, I think it's interesting, too. I mean, a lot of these folks, what they talk about when they talk about is Ruby dead is they're saying, well, the, the community size is shrinking, which I heartily disagree with, actually. Um, or they'll bring up the fact that, you know, there's so much going on in JavaScript and that's all they hear about anymore. And so that's why it's dying. Or, you know, most... What was that? 